Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Just uh, sit to your neighbor, to the left and to the right. Are you ready for the word of God? Say it. All right, Father, we thank you, Lord, for today as we closing our year very, very soon, like in two weeks' time. Father, we thank you for what you have done in our lives, for the church, for our family, the way you protect us. It is a sign for us that you are with us because we are here, safe and sound. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we want to commit our time to receive the word of God. I, I, I pray and uh, I rebuke any distraction that kill our attention to focus on your word. In Jesus' name, Father, we want to surrender our lives. We want to surrender our time, commit our time in this moment. Thank you in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people says, Amen. Amen, church. Church, the word of God for all of us today, I want to just jump straight through the word of God. I title it, Finishing Strong. Everybody say, Finishing Strong. And I think it is the best time of the year to really reflect on this theme, title, Finishing Strong. It is on this topic in the last month of the year in December, how we start in January and we end in December, how to reflect on this word, finishing strong. But the thing is, the thing is, the irony is, how can we finish well? How can we finish strong when we have so many setbacks throughout the year? We have so many problems throughout the year. COVID-19 leaves us not only with health problem, not only with financial problem, but it is also with mental problem. Last month in Japan reported there were, there were more people died from suicide than from COVID-19 sickness. It was reported there, there were 2,153 number of suicide in one month in October compared to the entire people died for COVID-19, only 2,087. In one month, people committed suicide, 2,153. Up to today, I think it's reaching close to 20,000 marks of number of people committing suicide in Japan. COVID-19 not only gives us the health, financial problem, but mental problem. And then the Japan minister said, we don't even have lockdown. And the impact of COVID-19 is very minimal compared to other countries, but we see the big increase in the number of suicide. Church, the strength is not what appears on the outside, but what is hidden on the inside. Our strength is always connected to our source. The question is, who is and what is our source of strength? And I want to report to you, God is our source of strength. Amen. God is our source of strength. The inner strength comes from the inside from God. If we get our strength from material things, when things got shaken up, 
we crumble down. When things shaken up, we crumble down. We will drop everything that we have. We will give up living our lives. Probably we can continue existing on this earth, but we stop living our life. So this year, I believe, the year 2020, is just a year where God conditioned us. It is the year where God prepared us. Everything that we need to go through this year is a process to prepare us for what God has ahead of us, has ahead of us. I believe God is a God of process. Everyone knows this. God is a God of process because through the process, God prepares us. God wants to produce something in us. It is through the process. If we refuse to embrace the process, then we will miss what God wants to produce in us. God is a God of process. A lot of people think, people, a lot of people view this year as a year of setback, a year of problem. But to some of us can see this is the year of process, the year of preparation, the year where God is producing something in us. That's why God will place us in the process that makes you fit to finish the purpose of God in your life. You know, God is a God of process. I repeat again and again. He will not bring you and drop you somewhere off the map with the purpose of God, with the calling of God for you to finish. Yet, He didn't place you in the process that make you fit for the purpose and the calling of God. God will place us definitely in the process that make us fit to finish the purpose of God. We think we are just dropped off by God on this earth with the purpose of God to finish, but God does not enable us. No, He will put us, place us in that process so that we are fit to finish the purpose of God in our life. Are you following? i give you an example. Joseph had to go through the process in the pit, in the prison, that somehow made him fit and pave his way to be the prince of Egypt. The pit and the prison is worse than a lockdown. It's the same thing. It's even worse than a lockdown than we, that we face today. Moses had to go through the process in the desert that made him fit to lead the Israelites out from the Egypt. To lead the people of God through the desert. In the desert, there is no desert. You know, so it is tough. And how many, how many of you know, how many years did Moses wander in the desert after he killed the Egyptian? How many people know? How many years? It was 40 years. He wandered in the desert. Now, question is, how many years did the Israelites, the nation of Israel, travel from Egypt to the Canaan? 40. And God selected Moses, the person who was in the process for 40 years, to bring the people of Israel 40 years to travel through the desert. It is the process that makes him fit for the purpose and the calling of God. 
David had to go through the process in the field to fight the lion and the bears that make him feed to fight Goliath. The same thing with Jesus. Jesus needed to go through the process of being denied, of being persecuted, of being rejected. In order to go to the cross and to say it is finished, it requires a process for him to carry the cross up the hill and go through all kinds of process. It is the process. And Jesus, I think Jesus will not die on the cross if he didn't go through the process of being betrayed by someone. Process is always part of his purpose in us to produce our inner strength so that we can cross the finish line. Requires process. Requires process. So what I want to say is every single process that we go through in life is necessary. Is super necessary. Because in His hand, everything that we go through, including COVID-19, it becomes the preparation for the calling in our life. Some of us view as problem. Some of us view as preparation. The main reason why we don't finish what we start, we don't finish our race well for the calling and the purpose of God in our life because we are not willing to embrace the process. We are not willing to embrace the process. And in that process, God will give us the grace. All right? In that process, God gives us His grace so we can run the race. Let me give you a clearer uh, a, a meaning of finishing strong so we can have a clearer understanding what it means to, to finish strong. Okay, in the process, God gives us grace for the race that we need to finish. What does it mean for us to finish strong? The next one, moving on. To finish strong has two meanings. Are you guys following? Has two meanings. The first one, to finish what God has called us to do in our life. To finish it. God called us to do, to do good works. You got to finish it. And the second point is, the understanding, the second meaning that I want to highlight is to let God continue His good work in us from the start till finish. That's the meaning of to finish strong, for us to finish strong. Because these two points, the first, the first point will not happen if the second point not happening. We cannot have the first one to happen without the second one first happening in our life. Let me give you an illustration. You know, you guys, some of us know that I love massage. Uh, in Indonesia, I ventured to have a massage uh, place. And so I love massage. When I have a stiff, something stiff in my body, some stiff neck in my body, I would go for a massage. It's nice. But do you know that the pressure point that the muscles apply on me, sometimes it's painful. So when it is painful, what I do is to, to tighten my muscle up, to, to harden up, to toughen up. And you know what the muscle says? 
hey, don't do it. Relax, relax, dude, relax. Don't works against me because it will not work. The pressure point the master is trying to apply on me will not work if I works against it by tightening up. You got to relax. You have to let the pressure point do its works. The pressure point is the painful process that I needed. The same thing. If we don't let God to work in us, He will not. We will miss something that God is trying to produce in us, and we will not be able to finish the purpose and the calling of God because we don't let God to work in us. We are called to be like the jars of clay. Where the potter puts the pressure on us, we cannot finish what God has called us to do without allowing Him to work in us. Because God is more concerned about our growth than our goal in life. In the beginning of the year, in December, in January, sorry. We set a lot of things. We make a resolution list. We we do a lot of things. We got to do this. This is my goal. But God is more concerned about your growth. Our theme for the year is about our growth. It's about our personal transformation. It's about our growth, changing to become like Him, who we are becoming. That's our goal for this year. Because God is concerned more about our growth than about your goal and my goal. So, if we question ourselves, what transformation has been done this year? You know, we expect we can see transformation to things around us, transformation to our works, transformation to our finance, transformation to our ministry, transformation to our church, transformation to our family. To things around us, but if you want to be honest, sometimes what we see with our eyes as a church, we see it on there's no transformation happening in the church. What we see is transmigration from the place called Concord to this place. We view it the year as the year of setback, of setback, but to some people. That's exactly that's the grace of God. The grace of God is sufficient. Where outside people are struggling, we still existing today. It is the process. It's not about your goal. It's about your growth. So, I know it's hard to swallow for me too. Knowing that transformation is not about changing things around me, but it's about changing me. You know, Pastor Isaiah, last month he said this: Everyone is eager to change the world, but no one thinks about changing one self. You know, transformation is not about changing things. This year we talk about transformation. It's not about changing things. It's nice to have things change, but The very important things to happen is it's about changing 
me. It's not even about changing you. It's not even about changing you and you. It's not about other people, the you. It's about the me, myself. Transformation is about me, myself. So today, I want to help some of us to have the right perspective of our life this year. Despite of what happened this year, despite all the setback that we have this year, perhaps we need, it's true, we need to change our plan. No doubt about it. We need to change our plan. We don't plan to be here. But because of what happened, we need to change our plan. But changing our plan does not mean we need to change our dream. We need to change our goals. Doesn't mean that we need to drop our vision. Does not mean we need to stop believing in our vision. We can change the plan, but we stick with the goal. We stick with what we believe in. We stick with the vision that God has impressed in our lives. And the problem with a lot of us, and myself included, is we start many things, but oftentimes we don't bring it into completion. Because it is easy to start something. How many of you make a resolution list in the year 2020? We make a lot of lists. It's easy for us to start something, but it is difficult for us to bring them into completion. And it's because it is difficult, and then because we keep falling short of fulfilling the lease of our resolution, we end up having this stronghold in our mind. Oh, we're not going to make it. What's the point of having resolution? What's the point of having the goals when we're always falling short? We develop this stronghold in our mind to stop dreaming things, to stop having vision. But church, I want to tell you today, I got a message from God. It is better to fall short than to fall away. It is better to slack than to quit believing altogether. Because to finish is what it counts. You can slack, but you get back up. It's better to fall short than to fall away. Today, I want to share with you four elements to finish strong. Right, very quickly, I make it as simple as possible, and I pray that you bring this home and bring it to the finish line. Four elements to finishing strong. The very first one is we need to know, we need to have a desire. Everybody says a desire. A desire is something that we want. A desire is something that we wish. A desire is something that we dream about. We need first to ask, what do we want in life? What do we want from Jesus? What do we, do, do we expect from God? How, what do you want to accomplish as a church, as a family, as a person in life? What do you want to do? What do you want to have? What do you ask from God? Do you have that strong desire to ask from God to, for something to, to, to happen and manifest in your life? Or you don't? One day, Jesus came across a blind man. He screamed out loud, God had mercy on me. Had mercy on me. And Jesus came and then he said, What do you want? From me. 
Seriously, I mean, didn't Jesus see this man need healing on his eyes? But yet Jesus asked, what do you want? You cannot ask and scream, just have mercy. So many people want, God, please bless me. In what sense? Do you have that strong desire to be specific? Or you don't have a God to ask God to fulfill it in your lifetime? What do you want? What is your desire in life? What do we want? If Jesus were to stand in this room and ask you, what do you want, Jethro? Do we like say, uh, just bless me, God. Or you have a specific, a strong desire of what you want to become. And God will bring you there. And the journey of faith will start the moment you have the desire. Everyone needs something. Everyone wants something. Everyone desires something from God and requires faith to have it. Do you know that for Abraham, he, did not, he, didn't, he didn't need faith for him to be rich. He is like rich. He is crazy rich. He's like what you call that movie, crazy Asian rich. Rich, crazy rich Asian. He's like sweeping money. He's rich. He doesn't need faith to be rich, okay, to spend money. He doesn't need faith. But for Abraham, he needs faith to have a son. Someone, everyone needs something from God and requires faith to have it. Sarah needs faith to, to, to get pregnant. All right? But for Hagar, he doesn't need faith to get pregnant. One touch, he got pregnant. Doesn't need faith. My point is, what is your desire? What do you want? What are the things that require faith that you ask from God to make it happen? Everyone has a different journey of life. To some of us, we ask and we need faith to get set free from personal debt. We need faith to have a job in Singapore. To some of us, we need faith to have a house in Singapore that's crazily expensive. But to some, having a house is not a problem. They were born with a house to his name. My question is, to complete the first point, what is your desire? What is that you want from God? What is that you dream? Or you don't dream at all. You don't have faith to ask God to complete it in your lifetime. Ask from God that specific request. Have that strong desire to ask from God and let the journey of faith start. The moment you have that desire, God, I want this. The strong desire that keep asking God, I want this. You keep asking God, you keep begging God because you have faith. He is the one to make it happen. Amen? To finish strong, you need to start strong with having a strong desire. Amen, church? The second one. I will finish all the points with D, alright? The first one, to have desire. The second one that I want to highlight to you, we need to have decision. What we will do. I'm referring to our decision to obey God. Whatever God is saying to you, 
that we will do it regardless of whatever God asks you to do. Do you know that every time we ask God, and God in return will ask us back to do something for Him? Let me give you an example. To the blind man, go wash your eyes in the river. To the lame man, pick up your mat and walk. Every time we ask God, God asks us to do something for Him. My second point is, will you do it? Will you make a decision to obey everything that God asks, even if it does not make sense at that point for you? Will you make a decision to obey that you will do it regardless of what He says? We obey not because we have a blind faith. We obey because we trust in the character of God that He is a good Father. James said, every good and perfect gift comes from the Heavenly Father. I trust God, so I obey. It's not a blind faith. A faith that rests upon the character of God. God is the author of our faith. The Bible says, God is the author. The meaning of author is the captain, is the director of our faith. He cannot direct our path if we don't make a decision. Let me give you an illustration. If you are on the boat, if you are in the car, all right, and you try to turn your wheel all you want, as hard as you want, that car, that boat will not move anywhere if you are not moving the car or the boat. God can only direct your path if you start moving, if you start making decision to obey, to turn our breaking point to breakthrough point. Last night, when I was preparing, I was checking the meaning of breaking point. The breaking point has two meanings. The first one, the point at which a person breaks down because of stress. It's a breaking point. Breakdown under stress. And notice the second meaning. Breaking point is a critical point in a process in which change, everybody say change, in which change takes place. Breaking point is a shift, is a point to shift where change starts to happen. So breaking point is your breakthrough point. If you are willing to persevere, you know, a caterpillar needs to persevere in the process. We talk about caterpillar this year. We talk about being butterfly because of transformation team. Okay, a caterpillar needs to persevere in the process, keep struggling to reach his breaking point, to reach his breaking point, to break free from the pupa, at which a person to break free from the pupa and becomes a butterfly. How many, how many times did Israelites need to walk, uh, to walk around the wall of Jericho? Seven times. What if seven is the breaking point and the breakthrough point? What if they stop at number six? How many times 
the leprous man need to dip in the dirty river to get healed? Seven times. Seven times is the breakthrough point. How many times Moses need to ask Pharaoh to let his people go? Ten times. Ten times is the breakthrough point for Pharaoh. But the breakthrough, the breaking point for Pharaoh, but a breakthrough point for the Israelites. Jesus had his own breaking point at the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus' will, his desire not to let this cup, he doesn't want to go through with this cup of suffering. He wished this cup of suffering to let her go, to pass. But discipline is not about what he wants. It's about what he must complete. So at that moment, at this breaking point, Jesus, when he sweat his blood, was also his breakthrough point for Jesus. The battle has been won. The breakthrough is achieved when Jesus said, it is not my will, but your will. It's not what I want, but what I must do. Discipline. I must do. It's not my will. It's because of God's will. I must complete this. Number four. Are you following, guys? Church, number four, the last one. The four elements, the key to finishing strong is delight. I believe this is the secret for Jesus to finish his calling on this earth. Jesus set the joy before him. He set what he loves as a reason to keep going. He set what he loved, the person, the world, as a reason, as a cause to endure the cross. Despising the shame to die on the cross. The same thing, we need to set a cause. We need to have a reason that makes us delighted to keep us going. To keep us going and keep us going until we finish it. Jesus set us as his joy to endure the cross. There's a verse for that. He fixed his eyes on the world and the people in it that will be safe if he can endure the cross. This cause, this reason, has enough reason for Jesus to die for. So, church, if Jesus fixed his eyes on us, he fixed, he, if Jesus fixed his eyes on us, set all of us as his joy to endure the cross, what about us? In the same way, he's the key, church, listen. He's the key for us to finish strong. We set Jesus as our joy to finish our race. To complete what you are called to do. To endure the cross that you need to carry in this life. Set Jesus as your joy. If he set us as his joy to endure the cross, now we set Jesus as our joy to complete what he's called you to do. Amen. If Jesus fixed his eyes on us to finish his race, we fix our eyes on Jesus to finish ours. His vision about us gives him joy. Make him endure. In the same way, 
our vision about Him should give us joy to carry on. You want to give up doing ministry. You want to give up doing things. You want to give up coming to church. Yet you are here today. Because, not because you must, but because you love. Remove our gears from discipline to devotion. Remove our gears that, oh, we must come. We must do this. Remove our gears too because we love to. We obey God not because we must. Not because we have to. Not because we must. But because we love to. This is what Paul says to us to follow. Fixing our eyes. Exactly what it is. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despised its shame, and sat down. When any word sitting down in the Bible meaning it is done, it is finished, you rest. He sat down at the right hand at the throne of God. Church, we won't be able to press on, we won't be able to complete, we won't be able to finish what we are called to do. If we don't set a cause, a reason, strong enough reason to complete, to press on, to endure. And love is the strongest force for you to complete your cause. Set Jesus as your joy. We obey not because of our discipline. We obey because of our devotion to him. Amen, church. Now, I want to close. I ask uh, Steve to just play some uh, worship songs. I want to close with this. Do you know that many great people in the Bible have a strong start? They started strong with God. All right? But they didn't finish strong. To name a few, Solomon, they started strong. Samson, they started strong with God. Saul, they started strong, but they didn't finish strong. Okay, Solomon is the author of three books in the Bible. The first one is Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, okay, and the Song of Solomon, three books. He started strong with God, but he didn't finish strong. And what I found to be the common enemy among people who fall away, people who didn't finish strong, is another D. It's another D. The enemy to finishing strong is distraction. Solomon married many foreign women. They worshipped idols and led Solomon away from God. Whatever your distraction is, is unique to yours. It could be in terms of money, it could be because of non-Christian boyfriend or girlfriend or is it because of anything that distract you off the race. Okay? But to finish wrong, we need to have that desire. We need to have we need to make a decision. We need to have a discipline. We need to take delight in whatever you are doing because you have a cause. But we cannot have distraction that pull us away from the race.
I pray that this message will bring you to the finish line. That God will give you strength to fight your own fight, to fight your battle. God will give you grace to, to race for your own race. God does not give us grace for other people's race. You have your own race. As long as you keep your faith to the finish line. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's sing a songs of worship song. That we can help with the songs. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. Is in you everything I need I have decided no turning back no turning back I have decided follow Jesus Father, we thank you, Lord, for such a moment like this where the Holy Spirit is present. We respond. I want to pray for some of you who are on the verge of giving up. You are reaching your breaking point to give up. You can't take it anymore. COVID-19 and all the problems make you down but it is at your breaking point his voice comes to you to go on to continue to not drop your faith your breakthrough is just at the corner he will give you grace to continue your race God does not expect you to finish first God expects you to finish strong to finish your own if you need His grace to continue your race you need strength that comes from the right source from God His grace will come to you as a strength to continue in this difficult time if this you respond place your hands in your heart I also want to pray for some of you who have abandoned dreams you have abandoned your goals you do not want to have a goal anymore even you don't you stop believing that it will come to pass in your lifetime. You even develop a stronghold, a mindset. It's not going to happen. You are not meant to achieve great things in life. You are not meant to achieve, to receive anything that you secretly wish from God. Today, God is speaking through His Word. My beloved, what do you want from me? What do you want? Today, the message for you might not to press on to the finish line. His voice is clear and sound to you. For you to start again. To hope again. To pray again. To wish again. What do you want? I bring it to pass. Father, give us grace to such people of this who are on the verge of 
dropping their dreams, if this year put your hands in your heart and respond to the Holy Spirit, to the nudge of the Spirit, Father, we pray that as you see the needs of your people, give grace to each and every one of us in this room. Give us grace for each and every one. They have faith to ask you again. They might have hope to hope again. They might find strength to work out the details, and you'll be there for them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, give us strength. Give us grace. Give us the wisdom to walk through our life. We want to finish. We want to finish strong. We want to finish what we start. We let you work in us, so that we can finish what you call us to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Ask Pastor Stephen to close the service. Father, we thank you for the words of the Lord. What a wonderful uh, word of the Lord that speak into our lives. We realize that we can continue to. Rely on you and trust you to bring us to the finish line. Not only to finish, but finish strong. Bless you, people. Bless your church. Continue to open up the gates of heaven. Bless them abundantly in every areas of their life. You bless each and every one of us. We thank you, Lord God. We pray for this country, for the nations around the world, for your mercy, for your grace upon the people, Lord God. We thank you. Bless you, people. Will you please lift up your hand? Receive the blessings of the Lord. May the blessings of our Heavenly Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointing and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you from now on forevermore in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. I'll see you next Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www.nbcsingapore.org. www.nbcsingapore.org. God bless you.